Welcome to the MS Gym Podcast, where we give you the tools to live life by design, not by diagnosis. I'm your host, Brooke Slick, and here we go. One of the many advantages to belonging to the MS Gym community is getting to listen to Jody Feltham's weekly Motivation Monday video on the MS Gym's Facebook page. This week's episode was so thought-provoking. I knew it was one that our listeners needed to hear. I contacted Jody right away, and she was more than happy to let me use it for an episode of the MS Gym podcast. We can't thank Jody enough for her continued contribution to the MS Gym and its members. Now, let's put our crystal balls down and let Jody put things into perspective for us. Hi there. Thank you for joining me for Motivation Monday. So, today here in Ontario, Canada, it is an absolutely incredible beautiful sunny day out. It's definitely the highest that we've seen in quite a long time. It's 21 degrees Celsius outside which is amazing and I got out uh, a little bit to enjoy the sun and uh, afterwards I'm going to go back out and and soak up the rays again. So so glad you're here with me today. So today I want to um, kind of combine a few different Motivation Mondays into uh, today's topic. So I know in the past uh, we've done we've done a talk about uh, getting stuck in the used tos, and you know that's what happens when we uh, when we focus on the past when we uh, when we look back to what we used to be able to do, or you know the things that we we did before, and you know we feel like we can't do them anymore. And the problem with going back to the past is that we're not the same person anymore. And it, you know, sometimes we can't do the things that we used to do, but when we're always looking backwards, we get stuck and we become powerless. We can't do anything right now because we're so focused on looking backwards, not looking uh, to the present moment. So I know in MS, it's very common thing to, to look at the used tos. I know that's you know, the neurologist likes to use things like that as a, a predictor of, you know, the treatment or whatever, you know, whatever treatment we've chosen, whether medicine or not medicine, uh, to, to tell about, you know, the disease and its progression. But it, it does very little value to help us um, in the here and now. And I know uh, I've said before that I get stuck sometimes in the used tos or if only I had, or only I hadn't. And I know uh, for myself, sometimes some of the treatments that I've done uh, in the far past, uh, I've kicked myself so many times and thought, man, if I had only uh, not switched uh, disease-modifying drugs, maybe I wouldn't have lost it so much. Maybe I'd still be running. Maybe I'd still be walking unassisted. And you know what? That um, it doesn't feel good. And it you know what? There's no way to know. We can't. We can't know. We can't know the past based on on different decisions. And the point of it is, it's totally futile because I I can't do anything to go back and change it. So, like I said, living in the past just gets us stuck. And it's interesting uh, because I had um, HSCT done uh, 18 months ago, and you know people are always asking, "Oh, you know, did it work for you? Are you are you getting better?" and 
you know, obviously, you know, it's that's a point of encouragement. And maybe people are wanting to know, you know, is that something that they should pursue? And I have to say, though, sometimes when I reflect on that, it drags me back to uh, the past and it drags me back to that place of, you know, comparing, comparing myself and saying, okay, well, you know, 18 months ago, could I have done this? Or was, you know, was I using a walker in my home 18 months ago? Or what was I doing? Or how far could I walk? Or all of those things. And like I said, it gets, it can get you stuck and not living in the present moment. So living in the past, uh, it can steal the victories that you have in the present because you're so looking back and thinking, wow, I used to be able to do that. And you're not looking at the things that you can accomplish right now. So we talked about the futility of that. And uh, we talked about the danger of comparison. And comparison is when we uh, not only compare to our past, but also when we compare to other people. And again, all of these things I'm preaching to the choir here because I've gotten stuck in those things and every now and then they trip me up. I have uh, two friends uh, that lived pretty close to where I used to live and they both did the, the same treatment that I did. They both did Limtrata. And when I met them, I was the one who was uh, working full-time, walking freely, like not really living with much limitation. And the two of them were, were struggling with uh, mobility and other things. And they went through the treatment. And I have to say, they, they, did, they did well. The one ended up uh, getting pregnant and having uh, a beautiful baby boy. And the other now, she kind of runs her own, um, uh, her own business for installing uh, baby seats. So I look at them and I say, wow, what a success. And then, you know, when I look back, I think, man, I, I kind of went the other way. They they got their life back and the treatment didn't do anything necessarily good for me. So comparison to um, ourselves from the past steals our victories and comparison to others steals our joy. So neither are uh, productive. So something else uh, that we do too is we either uh, look to the past or we uh, try to live in the future. And a common, um, a common uh, discussion in cognitive behavior therapy is, is um, a cognitive distortion is called crystal balling. And that's when we try to, uh, you know, like a psychic, we try to use the crystal ball and try to uh, predict the future. And the truth of it is we can't predict the future any more than, than what we can control it. And, you know, it, and it's important to have goals and dreams for the future. Uh, but to, to get stuck, uh, in, in that as well, um, worrying about what could happen, you know, chances are when we crystal ball things for the most part, it's probably for the negative. Like I have MS, I'm secondary progressive. Like, you know, that, that awful path that it goes down if you let your mind go there and crystal balling the future doesn't necessarily look so good, you know, and it's, it's ironic that we do that for the negative, but how many of us crystal ball thinking, wow, you know, it's very possible in the next 20 years, they could have a cure for MS. So 
again, either way, we don't we don't know what the future is, and uh, we can't pre- predict it. And the thing is, too, we don't know what you know the future is going to look like uh, for our own health in the next six months, and we certainly don't know what it's going to look like for the world in six months. You know, like uh, Lord willing, the the virus, uh, the coronavirus, will be. Uh, you know, everyone will have hit that curve and, you know, we'll be able to go back to life, you know, as it won't be normal. It will be a different normal. But, you know, hopefully life in some regard will get back to, you know, something that resembles what we used to have. But we don't know. And living, you know, living in the fear of the future, you know, and with MS, it's sometimes it's, you know, like a double fold thing because it's not only you know will I uh will I be able to go away on vacation again you know will I be able to travel you know with everything with the corona but it's not only that like you know will I will the plane actually take me there but with MS it's also uh will my body allow me to actually go on holidays so regardless like I've said before we're kind of used to this uh, to this dance. We don't know uh, what the future holds. Sometimes we have to take uh, life, you know, minute by minute, hour by hour. And uh, and if you're like me, you've you've realized that looking into, you know, trying to crystal ball the future, it it does nothing um, for us in the present moment. It can get us. It can get us stuck either way. It can get us. We can get stuck looking back. We can get stuck looking forward. So. The only place to be is in the present moment. I read um, an amazing, uh, I don't know if it's a quote or just from from a book today, and I want to read it to you because it really impacted me and my husband as well. Um, it says, when you, when you or others gaze into the future, making predictions, you are simply exercising your imagination. While you walk forward on the red carpet of time, you never set foot on anything but the present moment. Recognizing the futility of future gazing can help set you free to live more fully in the present. And wow, that really, that blew my mind. And I've been thinking about that all day long. Like what a gift uh, those words are about the whole concept of when, you know, it is, it's, is looking uh, forward, looking ahead to the future. It is, it's crystal balling. It's using our imagination because we don't know, you know, what lies ahead. We don't even know what lies ahead tomorrow. So, you know, all the, the time and effort we either uh, waste looking back or uh, looking to a future that we have no way of predicting is, is futile. And we use all the energy that we could use in this present moment. Um, trying to figure out what's to come next. So Trevor um, did a great talk uh, um, this week in uh, the members only corner. And uh, he talked about a lot of, a lot of the issues that we're going with, going through, especially with, uh, you know, the coronavirus and our, our threat buckets being full. Um, One of the points that really uh, impacted me, and he's, he's done a talk on it before, Um, he talked about, um, how often we can be, uh, results obsessed instead of effort focused. 
And, you know, that's exactly what it is, right? When we're results obsessed, we're looking into the future as opposed to being effort focused, where we're looking at the here and now. So it's all about the day-to-day daily effort that we put into our diet, into our exercise, into our mindset and relationships. Relationships; Those are the things that we actually do have control of. We don't need to uh, crystal ball or anything, right? We have control in this moment in the choices that we make. Today is the only thing that we are actually guaranteed. So I often think about that because like I said, I, I am so human and, and I am so grateful for so many kind of MS veterans you know, I've had the disease for about 10 years, but there's so many uh, veterans and warriors in here that, uh, you know, I reach out to at times when I'm struggling or getting stuck in the past or things like that, just about, you know, how, how to, how to push on, how to, how to keep motivated and um and they always say stay in the present moment live in the present moment and so i think about it uh day to day when i when i my mind tries to go there i think you know at the end of the day when i look in the mirror or when i look at my when i look at my apple watch i, I want to be proud of what i've chosen to do today i want to be proud of regardless of the struggles that maybe I woke up with or whether I didn't get enough sleep. I want to be, I want to be proud that I chose to move my body in whatever way that my body would allow me to move, you know, that day. And every day will be different, right? We can't, uh, we can't predict what tomorrow will be like. And, you know, today might, uh, be better than yesterday. It might be worse than yesterday, or it could be either of those, um, tomorrow, but we just don't know. So, you know, most of us, we wouldn't have uh, chosen to uh, to get MS, and certainly MS is not one of those things uh, that I want. I would be very glad to uh, pass it on, um, but I can't, I can't choose it anymore uh, than I can, you know, choose my future. I can't I don't have the power to suddenly uh, take it away, but I can do, you know, whatever's in my power to um, to make today the best day that it can, that it can be. And, you know, at the end of the day, will I rise up to the challenges that are put before me um, each day or will I cower in front of them? And so a lot, a lot of things I'm throwing out there. Um, I want to end with... Um, and I know you guys have all heard this serenity prayer before, and I know that we're all from uh, different belief systems and everything. But um, you know, they they often use this actually at um, at AA meetings because they realize that it has to be something uh, greater than us ourselves that can help us um, to push forward. So the serenity prayer goes. Uh, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that, I'm sure you've all heard that so many times, but that's exactly, I think about that all the time. Uh, Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. 
I cannot change that I have MS. I cannot change uh, the fact that, you know, I that it's taken a few things away from me that I that I wish it hadn't. But I can have the courage to change uh, the things that are in my control. We talked about that exercise, diet, mindset. All of those things are under my control. And it's interesting. It takes courage to do that. So every day, it takes courage to choose those things that will bring us life in this moment. So my challenge to you is, my question to you is, what of the statements is actually harder for you um, to process? Is the phrase about accepting harder or is the phrase about having courage, is that more challenging to you in your day-to-day? So I'd love to hear from you. Um, Please reach out in the comments and uh, please get out and enjoy the sunshine, whatever part of the world you're in or whatever capacity that looks like. Uh, Enjoy the day. Uh, Be glad for that beautiful sunshine and I'll see you next week. For more information on the MS Gym, check them out at themsgym.com on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. If you'd like to know what I've been up to lately, you can find me at brookslick.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode of the MS Gym Podcast.